Hey there, and welcome to day 29 of Don't Forget Your Worth, the podcast of the Matching YouTube channel titled just the same. I'm Andrea, and it's Saturday, and you guys are lucky today because <laughs> this is kind of a long and vulnerable piece, if you will. It has a lot of conversation in it, which can sometimes be, you know, hard to read and get the difference in dialect and all that. And so <laughs> the nice thing is because of lighting, I actually did the YouTube recording prior to the podcast. So I've at least read through the script once because I'm telling you what, the YouTube, mm-mm, mm-mm, it was just not, it was not smooth, let me tell you. So I'm hopeful that the podcast reading will go a little bit easier. Um, nice thing, I have better lighting here now to read so that it should, should go a lot better. But I thank you guys for hanging in there with me. This piece, Vulnerable as Ever, it's called When Your Man Proposes and Your Gut Flat Says No. And so it begins. I didn't know what to say. I had fallen asleep smack on the living room floor in the warmth of the fireside light when he awakened me and just asked me. There wasn't an intro. There wasn't any suspense building. There wasn't goosebumps or fireworks. Just five doubtful words flushed set out of the blue and hanging there in a cartoon character bubble over his head. Andrea, will you marry me? I looked at the ring sitting lonely in the navy blue box and the man I had been dating just some short months on that unexpected knee. And I didn't come even close to seeing it coming, you guys. Excuse me. I stared frozen and blinking fast, reading the gold letters on the white satin lining of the box over and over and over again, flat shocked that any of this was even happening. Andrea, oh my gosh, Andrea, earth to Andrea. He just asked you to marry him. You know, Mary, as in Mary, Mary. And those etched words fell out of my mouth and I heard them in my voice, but like some stranger was speaking them in my own ear. I couldn't easily tell if I had said them at all until, well, I saw the look on his face. I wasn't even sure if I wanted to own them as mine. I knew they were important. I knew they would be all hung up in, quote, our story until the end of time and repeated to grandchildren and grandchildren's grandchildren if, if what, Andrea, I'm thinking, if I do decide to marry him, I'm thinking. Well, he's asking you right now, Andrea. It would be really kind of neat and great if you might say something. So I said, someday, yes. This foreign to me girl all stuck in my body said, while finally looking him right in his just wondering eyes. Yeah, maybe someday. So, publishers, before you all auction out the bids to contract me for your next worst-selling romance novel, let me explain. (laughs) I know. It was bad. Okay, it was terrible. It wasn't anything like either of us had pictured. His pride acted like it really was just a starter ring, you know, a close relative to the promise ring of our high school days gone by sort of thing. Only the 40-something version. (laughs) I played right along with a laugh out loud, oh, duh, yeah, but of course, sort of thing. But of course, the, quote, starter ring, straight from the Song of Solomon. I'm being sarcastic, you guys. It's nowhere in the Bible, this starter ring. Okay, so come on now. That proposal was a girl and man's worst nightmare. Bam, there. But it happened, and I couldn't change it, and I wouldn't. Those who know me well know one thing you can expect from me always. 
There are no half ways about me. When I am in, I am all in. I don't need a band to dance and it's go big or go home every single day, followed by, can somebody please just get my nose a Kleenex? The joys of being Irish, the woes of being passionate, we feel all of it. If Jen Hatmaker's maiden name is not Irish, then baby, burn it all down. <laughs> Jen Hatmaker is a mentor um, of mine that also writes, and she's just absolutely fantastic. I just promise you right now she has to be Irish. P.S. Good, bad. We feel everything right big. So I could... So if I could even begin to tell you how very thrown I was by this proposal, as well as my response to it, you would know that I apparently didn't even show up, and I should have really, really, really listened to that. But I didn't. I made excuses. Oh, Andrea, it's just because you were sleeping when he asked. You weren't quite awake, followed by Andrea, who proposes to somebody when they're sleeping. Round and round and back and forth I'd go, prayers, petitions, God, flesh, flesh, no, God, and I would land in that familiar puddle of murky water, just trusting you, God, I'm just trusting you. <clears throat> when I told him that I was just flat loving getting to know every last little thing about him, but that I just didn't feel that I knew him that well yet, well, that was a real problem for him. There were, whoop, let's see. Sorry, guys, I need to see that that didn't just flip off. Nope, it's recording. Sorry, I did flip a page and tear it apart so I could even read it. Okay, there were but a few like me that just couldn't quite put their finger on it. So just what is it? My final answer, you guys, you don't need to know. You don't need to know why something feels iffy. You don't need to know why that gut just says ick. You don't need to know why it doesn't sound believable. You don't need to know why it just feels wrong. You don't need to know why things just don't seem to add up. You don't need to know why something just doesn't quite feel right. You just flat don't need to know. You truly just need to be on your way and loving right along. Love along. Single ones, here comes Valentine's Day and all of the pop-up proposals that come right with it. With everything I have in me, I assure you that I didn't want to share this crazy story with you, and certainly not the full world. For somebody who loves to ride the high surf of the waves of romance with her love goggles strapped on her face, <laughs> the story was not that. I made mistake after mistake after mistake and still loved Jesus, and that awesome Jesus still loves me. I picked up red flag after red flag while dodging orange cones and raced them straight for the finish line. But Jesus, that one that sacrificed it all for us, him. Therefore, I lay down his stories. He loved me right through that he would be glorified and your heart would be saved. Love is such an honor. Being loved by my God and my Jesus is just such an honor and it's my honor to share his stories with you. That gut instinct he so carefully placed in you is a most loving word from your father. He will protect you to no end. His son paid your highest price. Our mistakes to him are orchestrated perfection. 
that we would be laid low and he would be raised and high and glorified, that a lonely world would see him in their very time of need. You will need him. Loving him is only half the honor. Believe him that he will be your very help in your very time of need. He doesn't need you, child. He chose you. You are exactly whom he had in mind since the very beginning to accomplish for him just what only you could do. Do it and do it brave, dear one. He has loved you all along. I love you. It's just kind of a sweet piece, but like I say, it's a little bit more vulnerable than I usually am kind of comfortable sharing. I'm like, wow, you are quite the little pistol there, aren't you, girl? You know, And you just can't, you just can't pick it all and, you know, things come at you by surprise. And like I say, even my own reaction surprised me. I mean, I just, you know, it just is what it is and, and it's part of our learning and growing and and uh, the interesting thing is in hindsight, though, you really do turn out just so thankful on the other side of it. So um, I hope you enjoyed that. That was kind of fun for the Saturday. And I will be back tomorrow, y'all, is after worship. And you know I love my Sundays. So I will see you all then. Have a good day. Take care.